it's not as fast as like 3A, 4A, and 2A, stuff like that. But like, honestly, they just have to come watch. They just got to come see. Sports Podcast. I am your host, David Graff. Joined alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Robert Munoz. Really fun episode today. Good time. Good, quick time. We're going to make this one real quick. It's a busy week for both Robert and myself, but coming off an exciting slate of games last Friday, Central East, always a huge affair. So we'll go over that. Robert was there in the building, in the gym, getting a pulse for what's happening. I saw Nathaniel Talich. He screamed a few times. I was I was pretty amazed at just, you know, how much emotion Talich had after some of those buckets. So I, was, I love that. Love that from him. But uh, we get Robert's thoughts on those games. Then we have 1A best player, their best player at 1A, Luca Brooks. He's the leading scorer. For the Upton Bobcats heading into last weekend, he was the fifth leading scorer overall in the state. He can absolutely ball, and as he'll tell you, you know, he doesn't always get the opportunity to play all four quarters, or he'd probably have a much higher points per game average. So we'll talk to him. Then we'll wrap it up here with uh, one quick thought about Jeff Linder's Cowboys. They are riding high, and they will take on Boise State tomorrow as we're recording this on Wednesday night here. But first, Robert, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going well. Like you said, a big Central East game, and yeah, Talich, Nathaniel Talich, uh, they're a big shot. and Yep, certainly an emotional game there in Story Gym. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, let's start right there. What impressed you the most about what Talich was able to do in that game? Well, you know, East was actually able to limit him a little bit. I mean, to he can't really – how much you can limit him, you can't really limit him too much. But uh, they were able, able, to, able to do it to some extent. And, you know, but Talich still is just hitting big shots on – Seen, seen him hit a lot of big shots, and uh, he continues to do it, and it's pretty clutch. So, do you have, do you think of either team differently after a result like that? Obviously, East was the team coming in who's definitely, they were, they seemed to be soaring, and Central was on a little bit of a bumpier ride this season. But what would you say are your takeaways from each team after that game? Um, you know, not not too much. Uh, Central's role players finally stepped up and started doing some big things, and um, you know, really, uh, I think helped them win that game. Um, and East, they just—I don't know if there's much to, to, to take away from them. Uh, uh, they didn't play bad. They were just weren't able to do what they normally do offensively, and. Um, 
Yeah. You know, yeah, they didn't play bad at all. Neither team played bad. Central just, you know, made pretty much one more shot at the end of the game when it mattered. And um, it just, uh, yeah, East wasn't able to get out in transition like they can, um, like they've had success with so far this season. So, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see how the East bounces back this weekend against two great teams in Kelly Walsh and Sheridan. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, sometimes basketball just comes down to who's making the big shots at the end there. Nathaniel Talich has certainly shown that he loves the flair for the moment and the big shots. So good for him. You know, plenty of plenty of shine for Talich on the pod here as usual. But what what games are you going to be covering this weekend? And then we'll, we'll get to Luca Brooks here. Uh, I think I'll be covering East versus Kelly Walsh. Uh, should be a good game, doubleheader um, Friday night. Uh, to the top, the top two rebounding teams in the state, the top two defensive teams in the state. Um, so it's going to be a battle, probably physical, grinded out game for sure. And then I'll be watching South and Thunder Basin play on Saturday, and uh, that should be a, you know, that, I think that'll be a good game. Obviously, Thunder Basin is a top ranked team, but I don't think. Um, I don't think South's going to just, you know, kind of show up and not play. I think South's going to go out there and make Thunder Basin, you know, win the game and maybe maybe even the Bison pull up a big upset. Yeah, those are two good – two really good matchups. I'm jealous of that. Kelly Walsh, Sheridan played each other last last Friday, and that was – how was that? How was that game? Kelly Walsh, they stumbled a little bit out from the jump there, but once they got it rolling, it was over. It was all, it was all Trojans from a certain point. I mean, David DeBoer hit a full court shot at the end of the first half, and I don't think that a team ever comes back to win after going into the locker room and they just saw a kid hit one all the way from Midwest. If you're not familiar with Casper, Midwest is about 45 minutes north and, and where the legend Steve Harshman grew up. So, yes, I honestly, Kelly Walsh came out. They knew what they needed to do after probably playing some of their worst basketball the previous week up in Gillette. So, good for them. Excited to see what they can do this weekend down there in the capital city for sure. Speaking of Gillette there a little bit, this guy has a big game against a team out of Montana, one of the top teams in the big sky state up there. This weekend in Gillette, a little showcase game that Upton has got going on. We didn't get into that with him, but got into hoops and 1A and all kinds of stuff with Upton's Luca Brooks. So enjoy this interview with him right now. All right, our next guest on the pod here, fantastic Hooper. One of a kind, certainly at 1A, Upton's Luca Brooks. Luca, how's it going? How are you doing on this Wednesday here? Going good, great. We had a game yesterday. It went good. 
Yeah, spe- speaking of that, you're coming off uh, a nice, a nice victory over Moorcroft. I mean, how how is it playing? You know, a game on a Tuesday, you go on the road, you come back, you got to go to school. How, what's that like for you? Yeah, it was pretty weird because usually our games are Friday and Saturday, but yeah, it's something new, nothing we are <laughs> not used to though. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, this was where I was going to start the the podcast here, but you know. The thing I notice the most about when I've seen you play is you've always got this big smile on your face. You just seem to love the game of basketball. Where where does that love for hoops come for you? Well, it came mainly my dad. Like in second grade, we've always just been working, and I've always just loved the game of basketball. Always wanted to go somewhere with it. But what what is it that you just – you really get love getting out there, improving your game, playing in the games, practicing. Just what do you love about the grind that comes with hoops? Honestly, like I'm just a competitor. Like I love to just compete in like different, like whether it's basketball, football, or track. I just love to compete. Just love different competition. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, what is it about this Upton basketball team that you're on that you love this group of guys? I mean, you have so much chemistry with your teammates. Where where do you think that comes from? Well, sophomore year, like, we didn't really have the chemistry like that. But then, like, junior year, my junior year, then this, this year, yeah, they really just brought me in as, like, another family member almost, it seems like. So we just been, like, chemistry mainly comes from outside of school, just stuff like that, and, like, practices, obviously. Would you say that's what makes this uh, number one ranked up in team so good? Is that chemistry you guys have? Oh, of, of course, yes. We all know what we're doing, what we're going to do next play, everything like that. So, you know, looking at your stats, obviously you're a phenomenal scorer, uh, seen some highlights. Um, one thing that kind of stood out to me is your assist to turnover ratio you have. So, you know, you're senior now. When, when do you think the game at the varsity level kind of started to slow down for you a little bit on I would I would say this year like it seems like I don't know it just IQ I don't know my IQ got better or something like that I just yeah I slowed everything down this year I would say is when it happened and how, and how does that make just I mean your decisions and everything else easier for you on the court you know what what does that do for you it just opens everything up like just yeah like like you said my decisions like just seems to open everything up, stuff like that. So when I was talking to Coach Samuelson, he he reached out to me recently, and he's like, we've got this great guy, Luca Brooks. And I was like, wait a sec. That name sounds pretty familiar. And I remember that you went off for 30 in the 1A state championship game last year. What do you remember about that game and, and your performance? What sticks out to you the most? Honestly, I would say my my free like going to the free throw line, like I shot nine for eleven. That's what really that that's what really helped me out right there during that performance. The free throw line, getting to the line, drawing fouls and stuff like that. When you're shooting at a place like the Casper Event Center, you know it's it's so big and there's uh, that that perception behind the basket. Is it harder for you? Is it different? Uh, do you have to approach it differently at all? I wouldn't say approach it differently, but it is definitely a, like it's way different than shooting on a regular high school gym basketball court or something like that. Yeah, way different. Speaking of shooting, you're a good three-point shooter. 
you can get to the rim, you can pass the ball. How, how would you describe your game? I would just, I would say I'm, a, I'm mainly focused on facilitating first, trying to get my team going. Once my team going, then I could, I could start going, getting it going. So where do you think that team first mentality comes from? Honestly, I'll say I got it from my middle brother, Isaiah. He was really, he was really never scored like that. And he, he helped me out. He talked to me a little bit about that. That's another thing I remember from that state championship game. I'm assuming they were your brothers because they were the loudest ones cheering every single time you made a bucket and then they were cheering even louder when your teammates made a bucket for you. What, what kind of impact have your brothers had on you? Big, like always. They used, like, like they used to bully me, honestly, bully me on the court. I used to just be a little kid to them, but now it, it helped me out, I, I realized. Help me out a bunch. So what do they say to you now that they've seen you? You grow up and you're pretty good at this basketball thing. What what do they think of you now? Yeah, not yeah, they know better now. They, they know better now. They always used to talk crap, but now now they know. They know. <laughs> well, I, I was getting to know your mom a little bit the other day. She's a very nice lady and she just kept singing your praises and she seems like somebody who's always willing to sacrifice for you and your family. What have, what have you learned from your mom? What has she taught you about life? And have you been able to apply any of that to the basketball court? Yeah. Yeah. Respect wise, like also respecting other refs, stuff like that. Like not just being, not just being mean to everyone on the court, just, just being great, being a great kid, having a smile on my face. Yeah, always, uh, you know, not, it's always an avid attitude, you know, having a good attitude. There's always at least some positivity there. Uh, we talked to Dalton Peterson um, last year, and he kind of – we talked to him a little bit about playing uh, at a 1A school, lower division. Um, you know, what's it like playing for a 1A, 1A school when you're as talented as you are? Uh, do you feel like you don't get as much as ten, as much attention as maybe you deserve? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, not not much people look at the 1A division; they think it's weak or stuff like that. I would. Yeah, I don't get a lot of attention there. So, have you been drawing any interest from any uh, colleges or anything about like that? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. What's been the process, you know, of helping you expose yourself, um, get your name out there, uh, being from a 1A school? Honestly, sending repetitive emails just to coaches, like checking up like almost every twice a week or something like that. Just sending them emails, my highlights, game clips, having them watch NFHS games, stuff like that. Awesome, awesome. So if you don't uh, mind me asking, what, what are some schools that uh, have shown some interest in you? BH showed a little interest, and I got some. I got a school in Alaska. I got a school in Colorado showing some. Like, and I think they're. Can't remember. There's one more in in Minnesota. I have one in Minnesota. So you mentioned you send a lot of emails. Robert and I send probably a ton of emails. Way too many emails each day for our jobs. So, what's what's your email style like? You know, how are you going about it, trying to get in contact with these coaches and these schools? 
Are you saying, like, hey, I'm Luca Brooks. These are the best highlights you're ever going to see? Or what, what, what do you – how are you hooking them in? How are you hooking the coaches in? First we start off with, like, GPA or grade average and stuff like that. Then we'll send them, we'll send them my, like, points per game average per, per 32 minutes and, like, assists and rebounds. Then we always just send a little highlight film under. Hopefully they check it out. So I've been to a few games recently, obviously. I've, I've seen some of these highlights in person. But what would you say – What what is something that you've done this season that you're like, man – that's definitely got to lead off the highlight film or, or throughout your career at Upton. What, what's the one play that it's like, yeah, that's definitely going to get somebody's attention. I would honestly say my, my passes, like some of my passes I make, I would say hopefully, hopefully they look at that when me as a facilitator for them or something like that. All right. That, that leads me into a good question then. Cause I got a, quite a few of those passes against Midwest. You were, wheeling and dealing out there yeah. you know, using Chris Paul, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, doesn't matter what quarterback point guard you want to. So what, what was your favorite pass from this past weekend against, against Midwest? I'd say either the one by my head to my center 52, Nathan Baker, or the one I had on fast break through it. Look this way to Dawson number 33 and dimed it off to Logan number three. I'd say probably one of those two. The, those were both pretty good. I was, I definitely watched the one where you, you toss it behind your back. I think yeah. to Dawson c- coming towards me. Yep. And I watched that one like five times. I was like, how do you do that? And I think what was most impressive about that play is, you know, you get the steal and then it looks like you're not going to get the steal. So you tap away, you tap it to yourself, you break a double team kind of on on some full court pressure, you slow it up and then you continue your drive and then you find him, you know, over the shoulder like that. What, where do you think, you know, your ability to just kind of master the flow of the game comes from like that? I'll say practice, like practice, we like sophomore year, junior year, I used to try to make those passes. They used to hit them off the head. Sometimes I used to bobble it, but now this year they're ready for it. They're ready for it all. So you talk about, uh, you know, being ready. You, What's it going to be like for this Upton team to be ready and, you know, win another state title? What's it going to take for you guys to go out there and win another one? Hard work and sacrifice, just dedication to the game. No doubt, no doubt. Well, I want to ask a question about Coach Samuelson because – he, you know, he got me back on your radar there or got you back on my radar there. And I noticed when you guys were playing Casey, he was a little intense at certain points in that second half. You know, you guys yeah. were winning big and you're doing some things not to his liking. But what what's he like as a coach? What has he taught you about the game? What has he done, you know, for you as as a human being? Yeah, he's taught me a bunch. Yeah, not even just on the basketball court, just how to be like young adults around around school, around public, stuff like that. Like easy stuff, like just holding the door for people walking in, stuff like that. He's just like a great mentor. Almost like a second father to me. So what would you say is the biggest impact about having somebody who's 
like your second father, you know, somebody who you can respect and he's standing on the, on the sidelines there, you know, helping you guys out. What, what would you say has been his biggest impact on you guys on the floor? Like just, just working hard, honestly, just making us work hard, even though we might be up a lot that's, he still gets on us if we're not helping help side stuff like that. Like not doing what we're supposed to be doing. He'll, he, he gets on us. I love that. I love that. Well, Robert kind of touched on it earlier. 1A is definitely not getting the most publicity in the state of Wyoming, that's for sure. But what what would you say to the critics of 1A? What What is your, you know, standing, stand, stumping for for uh, 1A basketball? How would, how would you describe 1A basketball to people? I mean, I wouldn't, it's not, it's not as fast as like 3A, 4A and 2A stuff like that. But like, honestly, they just have to come watch. They just got to come see. I like that. I like that. Well, I will say, I will say the one thing I I do personally love about 1A, the whole town is there, man. The whole yeah. Town yeah. Is yeah. There for those basketball games. And I think that that speaks volume about, you know, the passion that people have for their teams and, things like that. So what, what would you say about the Upton fans? What, how important are, you know, those parents, the families there who. Yeah. Very important. Like during games, like sometimes we may not have the energy. Sometimes the fan, the fans, they'll get us going, like cheering for us. We'll, we'll hear them. They'll really get us going, making this work harder and stuff like that. Show out for them. Now, obviously around the state, you're the guy. Upton, you, you're the guy who's on the movie poster, if you would. But tell us about some of your teammates. Who who are the guys that you know other people should should be aware of? The ones that are you know making those nice passes become assists for you. Yeah, I'd say are the three the three other seniors we've been we've been together. Well, I've been here only my sophomore year. We've been together for those three years. I'd say yep, yeah, Reese, Dawson, and Nathan. Those are the ones. So tell us a little bit about Reese because I know that that's the guy who's knocking down some corner threes. Our boss on the podcast here, he pointed out that he was just feasting on passes from you. So tell us about Reese. What is it about him as as one of your teammates? I I love Reese. I I love him. He's just spot up shooter. He's always there for me. If I drive, I got to I know I can kick out corner, kick out somewhere. He's there. He's there ready for it. Now, one of the things that, like, he's pretty stoic. He, I, I don't think I've seen him emote a single time in the couple, couple times you guys have recently played. You're also pretty stoic yourself, you know. Do, do you say, who would you say dictates, you know, that kind of, the way that you guys carry yourself on the court like that? I would say our coach, definitely. He always tells us, always tells us not to, like, show out stuff be too cocky, stuff like that. It's definitely come from Coach Joe. I love that. I love that. Well, we'll wrap it up here. This is a question we like to ask everybody who comes on the podcast with us. So you've got a burger in front of you. You can put anything on this burger, anything you want. It's going to be the Luca Brooks burger. What's going on the Luca Brooks burger? A, reg- a regular cheeseburger. Just give me some – just give me the buns, the meat, the cheese, and some ketchup. That's all I need. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Simple. So 
What kind of cheese, though? What kind of cheese? American. That That's about it. American, I'd say. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Simple. Simple. I love it. Luca Brooks doesn't have a simple basketball game, but has a simple burger order. Point guard, guard, whatever you want to call him for the Upton Bobcats, number one team at 1A. Appreciate you coming on the podcast with us, and good luck this weekend. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, sir. All right, I hope you enjoyed that with Luca Brooks. We certainly appreciate him finding the time, making some time during a busy school day, coming off a W, the Bobcats, and fitness in there. That was nice of him. So, you know, it's always nice to talk to those lower school guys. As I've mentioned before, you know, no one's no one's going to get on uh, Cooper Lakin's level, though, in terms of just dudes. I'm a big – I think Cooper Lakin might just be one of my favorite guys. He might be up there with Caleb Romero in the echelon of, of guests that we've had. Um, but alas, alas. Shout-out to another one of our former guests, Caden Wilcox, Natrona County do-it-all who signed with Shadron State for football today. So good for him. Congratulations to him and his family. But let's wrap it up here. Talking a little University of Wyoming hoops because it seems like the energy is finally back in the program. It's back. Robert, you were there at the game Monday. You saw that there were more than 11 people in the stands. What was it like just to go to a hoops game at the double A like that and, and see so many people. So it was a lot of fun for sure. Um, it was exciting, especially with the win, you know, um, it was just pretty, it was a lot of emotion there. A lot of, uh, nostalgic pokes fans, old, old time pokes fans. I felt like. That's awesome. That's awesome. Any tears shed. You can be honest here. This is a safe space. I cried a little bit. No, I'm just joking. I didn't see any tears, um, unfortunately. But I bet you there were a couple of happy tears. <laughs> uh, I probably would have been crying if I had gone to the game as a fan because it would have taken a little bit longer to get my four beers and popcorn than normal with the crowd like that. But it was it was cool just watching on TV, you know, seeing all the people that were there. You know, I felt like I was missing out, I'll be honest. So, can't wait to get down there tomorrow. Boise State, a big one, a particularly big one, whether Coach Linder wants to admit it or not, but I know he wants to beat his old coworkers over there in, uh, I guess, Boise State. I almost called them Bronco State there. They are orange and blue. Leon Rice, his old boss. You know, anytime you can stick it to the old boss, you you got to do that, honestly, frankly. So, can't wait for that one. Good luck to the Pokes tomorrow. Can't wait to talk again next week. Really appreciate everybody who's been listening, subscribing, rating, reviewing the podcast. All that means the world to Robert and myself. It's huge. It's huge for the growth of this thing and – Last month, we had one of our best months ever. Well, we had one of our best months ever, as I 
continue to try and master the English language there. It's, uh, it's just, it's, it's really exciting to see this thing keep growing. So I really appreciate all of our listeners and everyone who just, you know, helps share this podcast with their friends and the high school kids and everyone who takes the time to come on the podcast as well. It, it means a lot. And then Robert and I get psyched each week to put this thing together and to see who we can have come on the podcast. Hopefully we can have, uh, you know, some of our favorite guests come back on the podcast here real soon. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to Boise State, Wyoming on Thursday. Hoping to have a phone call tomorrow with one of Wyoming's old basketball coaches that lasts less than an hour. Wish me luck on that. We shall see. Shout out to Shakewell for the music. And for old time's sake, go Pokes. Just